be long now. Not sure until what, but something. Something is definitely around the corner. That has happened to me in the past, you know, things happening, and I just know in my soul that it won't be long now. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. For many New Englanders, late winter and early spring is the season for sap flow. Their bodies buzz with excitement as they dust off their pails and set taps as they begin the maple sugaring season. But it's not just syrup-producing trees which are experiencing a rush of sap this time of year. Just about all our trees do as they push water and nutrients from their roots and the soil into their tissues in preparation for new spring growth. As a result, this also happens to be the prime time for gathering tree bark. As the tree strives to grow new wood during our short northern growing season, bark slips easily from trees and shrubs this time of year because there is an increased division between the wood and the cambium layer of the tree, fueled by the rapidly flowing sap. This results in the inner bark being especially soft and poorly adhered to the wood beneath, so it takes little more than a thumbnail or a butter knife to loosen the bark from a branch or trunk. There are countless barks that are good for harvesting. But a few that stand out in my book of woods knowledge are cherry, highbush cranberry, and birch. The first two are great additions to the wild harvested medicine cabinet, and birch is the material stuff for a whole host of useful tools. Cherry bark can come from any of the cherry species, but I have always favored the black cherry. With this being a formidable large tree when mature, covered in thick craggly bark, I find the best approach is to find small branches or twigs to pull the inner bark from. Many find the aroma of the inner bark to be acrid, but I find the aroma bitter, spicy, and rich, something akin to marzipan and candied cherries. This bark has cough-suppressing properties and can be made into a dandy cough syrup. Highbush cranberry is a shrub in the viburnum family. Being a shrub, it is pretty hard to overharvest it. Our native shrubs are known for their tenacity to rebound from fires or a hapless chainsaw. Still, I practice some level of restraint here and tend to take shoots that are a couple of years old. The inner bark of highbush cranberry is also called cramp bark and is used as a tea or tincture for cramps and muscle spasms. The aroma and taste of this medicine is deeply bitter, with notes of old fruit or flowers gone by. Paper birch bark is doubtlessly the most versatile of all our northern barks. I pull the bark from specimens felled by the late fall, winter, or spring activity of beavers. Though felled, the cold usually preserves the trees well enough that their bark gets soft come spring before they completely die as the season cranks along. I pull birch bark in great sheets from the straightest portion of large trunks. This stuff can be used almost like leather in making tool handles, fly rod grips, woven into knife sheaths and baskets, folded and sewn into boxes, and stitched together into canoes. The bark can even be kilned to produce birch tar, which is widely used as an adhesive, sealant to condition leather goods, and as medicine due to its strongly antiseptic nature. So while you are out and about this weekend, you could keep an eye out for various trees and shrubs with useful barks. Be sure that if you do choose to harvest some, you harvest responsibly. Unlike tapping trees for their sap, harvesting bark often kills the tree or the limb of the tree from which the bark was stripped. Bark is an essential structure in trees, which not only serves to protect the tree from disease, 
but also protects against drying, allows for tree growth, and plays a critical role in transporting water and nutrients around the tree. In a very real way, the bark, especially the inner bark, is the living portion of a tree. When harvesting bark, it is important to harvest only what you need from areas with an abundance of the tree or shrub that you are harvesting, and of course that you have all the proper permission to do so. You can download this episode and find a link to our blog with the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.